Hi guys, it's that time again. Some of the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just freaking wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. And I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle. And I am Pac Man, and I am back, man. So yeah, it's been a few weeks since all three of us were on the same show. I yeah. miss you, Travis. You miss me. I like how you just ignore Nubby. I miss like, Nubby, too. Like, his statement didn't mean anything just now. Yes, Nubby, you're correct. It's been about three weeks <clears throat> since we've all been together. Uh, Pac-Man, I'm glad you're back. Uh, you know, it, it, was, it was weird to me because, you know, I'm sitting there listening to the Power Hour last week. And I was trying to think, like, how inspired I was that you were able to make it on to the Power Hour after being violently ill. And the only way I could really compare it to anything was... Like, Nubby, you probably know this better than, you know, we would, because you're a little bit older than us. I'm, I, did you watch uh, the Bulls in the 90s at all? Yeah. Okay, so the 97 Bulls, <clears throat> Michael Jordan's flu game, where he yeah. went out there, and he fucking, even though he was ill, and he was dying, he still went out there and crushed that fucking game. Yep. I thought that was from food poisoning. I, I thought it was food poisoning. You're correct. So I thought to myself, I'm like, to compare Pac-Man last week, would be just like comparing him to Michael Jordan in 97 if Michael Jordan didn't play game five. That's high praise. And instead stayed home because he wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. You know, but, I last, last week I was... Thank God Pac-Man was able to overcome all illness within 12 hours and make the power hour and crushed it with five minutes of speaking. Two and a half hours of fucking power hour, and this dude suffered through the illness to say five minutes of bullshit. Look, you know, I was sick last week. I was feeling better when I went on power. But no, you know no, 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 no. You were sick on Monday, not the week. Monday. I was sick on Monday. I was feeling yeah. better on Tuesday. But what? you know what makes me sick Who today? Who would have thought? Who would have fucking you know? Thought? You know what makes me sick today? What's that? The fact that stars canceled heels. Breaking right before we jumped on here. Yeah, I saw that. You know what's worse than that? You know what should make you even more sick than that? What's that? The fact that Damian Gray still has yet to acknowledge your shirt. He still hasn't acknowledged my shirt. He has shirt. not acknowledged that shirt. You know, it gave me a little bit of a fever. I'm running a little hot today because of that. I'm surprised you didn't call off again today. Well, you, you know, know that, I needed you get to get time to recuperate for the power hour tomorrow. You're gonna well, be. you know, I got to yeah. I got to say my piece to Damian Gray for not acknowledging my shirt. He did not acknowledge that shirt. We tried. We did. We threw it out there. You were honorary LIM yesterday. No, you fucking ever say that to me again. Yeah, you were. You were. Wait a minute. Hold the phone. Hold no. the phone here, Travis T. What's up, man? 
I thought you were different now. I thought you were in a positive outlook. I just compared him to Michael Jordan. Yeah, but he, but you, you wouldn't want to be an honorary LIM for a couple hours. No matter my attitude, a cult's still a cult, no matter what you look at, no matter how I feel. Well, here's the thing: whenever anybody sits with LIM members at a wrestling show, that automatically makes them honorary LIM for that show. Yeah, you should sell with that fucking uh, that loser Richie. I'm sure he would have had fun with you. He was really focused on that hot dog. Yeah, he he was a little too focused. I almost I thought I thought while he was eating it, he was like very tempted to go down to a knee. Well, he had to be focused on something because his lady friend wasn't there. So you know, he definitely got out of the way before. Uh, God, who was that guy? Uh, the '80s baby guy. TW3. Oh, TW3. Yeah, before he dove out of the ring, he definitely got out of the way real fucking quick. Um, but yeah, no, Pac-Man, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, I've, I'm glad that you showed Steve exactly who you were. That was fantastic. I mean, he called it the most painful moment in Power Hour history. I, I, it was only I, like I, five, five minutes. <laughs> I think that would be the most viewed episode for Power Hour had. <laughs> And it happened right in front of Marche, which was great. What, what I don't made him laugh. Okay, you made him yawn. You made and he was, was he laughed. Was if Marche laughed, you're good. Yeah. What what I don't get is is like, and nothing against Steve, love Steve, but he had you on as a guest months ago, and you spoke the entire time, and there was not one moment where he cursed your name and praised me. Or I guess prayed for me. You know, like I was going to be Jesus who's going to fucking show up. And yet, five minutes at the very end of a two and a half hour show, you you did something <clears throat> that really not many people have done. And you defeated Steve. I've heard the phrase, turn Steve into Travis. <laughs> Oh god, it's gonna be the uh, the evolution of Travis Steve. Travis Steve, ah, yeah. is it is it very close to Travis P? Not sure, Travis Team even. Ah, yeah, I heard same, about that. Yeah, saying Travis P is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Well, I mean, it's it's very close. <laughs> I was in a Travis like state of mind, except I wasn't mean to Nubby. Let me ask you a question. When you were calling yourself an idiot pretending to be me, did it just feel right? I I felt like the spirit of Travis T was still with us. And that impression has only gotten worse. I just I just oh. love like when when I was doing the editing and watching the footage and trying to get through everything and hearing yourself call you an idiot pretending to be me. In your eyes, I can see that you're like, yeah, he's you know, he's fucking right. Hey, that's just imitation, which is the sincerest form of flattery. Right. Well, if you're going to be anybody, be somebody great, you know? Exactly. Right? Right, Nubby? Yep, and Travis T is great. I am wonderful. We'll see if, I, uh, we'll see if I'm alive to, uh, you know, do any further shows after this coming Saturday. But we're going to dive into that. We're going to dive into... Uh, 
IPW and crash tested over this past weekend. We all got results for that. And um, before we dive into any of that, before we start any of this, I got to remind everyone that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. All you got to do is go to CarterComics.com, check out their amazing store, fill your card up with all their amazing graded or raw comic books. Go to checkout, use discount code FREAKNET. Nobody, how's that spelled? <laughs> F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Excellent. And Pac-Man, what do they save? They save you 30% off your order. I, I, I hate you. You, you, you wish it was 30%. It was 10%. It is 10%. Not that it was 10%. It is 10%. I was recalling it from memory. You'll save 10% on your entire order, uh, not only at their website, but also on their four different eBay accounts as well. And you can find links to all those just at their homepage at cartercomics.com, where your discount code FREAKNET will save you 10% on your entire purchase. Cartercomics.com. Shut the fuck up! God damn it, PX! Man, you sound just like Steve. I know, right? <laughs> CarterComics.com, one-stop shop, all comic needs, uh, 10% off with the discount code FREAKNET. But, yeah, uh, we, had, we, had, we had crash tested, we had IPW, we got results for those from this past weekend. This upcoming Saturday is Southland Championship Wrestling's WrestleTopia 4, out of Shaban Civic Center. I got the match card for that, we'll review any of that and all of that. Uh, real quick before we dive into any of that, though, uh... How are you guys' feelings about the releases and everything from WWE? Huh. Well, well, Al. <laughs> um, some of those releases don't really affect me too much. Um, I, I think I was shocked by Dolph Ziggler because I figured he would be a lifer, regardless mm-hmm. if he was used or not. But maybe he—I heard that was because he was didn't want to renew his contract anyway. So it was easier. Um, Ali wanted out of his contract, and I couldn't be more happier for him. I mean, yeah, he was in a hot, seemed like a hot storyline in NXT, but he had it bad since day one. They did not see his potential. They are so blind. I mean, you would have thought he would have been a cruise, the cruiserweight champion at, at that time, maybe U.S. champion, but I don't know. It just seems like WWE really dropped the ball with him because he could have got a lot more eyes considering his culture and everything. Um, Well, the one thing I didn't understand with them is, like, why they made him a leader of, like, a a riot group. Or the Retribution, right? Yeah. 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 It seemed like a good idea, but... Well, I get it that they're... I get the, yeah, I get they're building, they're trying to build a faction based on like true events of everything that was going on during that time with all these cities burning down and shit. But it's like, it just, it just made no sense why it was him. I just think they just really said, we need somebody, who do we have available? This fucking guy. Honestly, I would have rather seen him because it was around the same time period. I would have rather seen him with Seth Rollins when he was doing that Monday Night Messiah shit. That would have been great. It just seemed like maybe the retribution thing was similar to his gimmick that he had at Elite Pro, which is 
the stereotypical um, oh, the Muslim. Muslim. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it seemed like they were going that route, but they obviously couldn't cross that line. We all know what happened with, uh, what was his name, Muhammad Hassan or something? Muhammad Hassan. Yeah. yeah, so they didn't want to go that far. And I don't, and, and honestly, he didn't want to do that, especially after everything that was going on. So I get it. But still, they dropped the ball with him. He had so much potential. He could have been a top star if they used him right. Could have been a champion. I was hoping for it. I mean, I would have loved him getting the Intercontinental title. It would have been yeah. a nice fit for him. But now, you know what? He's going to bring um, revenue and people to all the local companies when he gets back on the indies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know because I, I didn't look into any of the uh, information with the releases. I don't know if there's, like, a no-compete clause or there's, like, a time frame, like, was it, like, 90 days or whatever the hell it is? I think, I like think that, it's yeah. all those uh, those contracts are still a thing, yeah. despite the Endeavor takeover or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we're lucky to see Dolph Ziggler in a contract or even Ali, mm-hmm. it won't be for a couple months. But I think Ali's just going to be around here. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, you got Dreamwave. Dreamwave, CSW, freelance. Now I think I could see him going to freelance first, maybe, or even CSW. Yeah. My question though, and Nubby, you'll know this way more than either one of uh, either. You'll know it more than Pac-Man, right? But the the cost of bringing someone in after they've been on TV like that. Do you think that? That's going to be affordable for independent wrestling, like the ones that are around us. Some of them, some of them might be able to. I mean, let's just say if they can afford the likes of Bret Hart, um, Kevin Nash, all them guys, they can afford somebody like Ali. What is I don't think Ali would ask for that much. Well, okay. So as far as I know, Dreamwave and CSW are only are the only ones. They consistently bring in top name talent like that, right? You know, occasionally like, get Paul. Paul does sometimes. Paul does sometimes, yeah. With like Ryan Owens, yeah. So Paul does that from time to time too. It's just, it, it, it's just a weird thing because like it's like it, it's hard to sit there and like if Ali was to come into a company and you say, hey, we would love to have you in. He's like, cool. Here's my rate and shit like that. Like, how do you negotiate with that at that point? Because you know about the star power that you know that they can bring in. And I haven't been to a CSW show yet, so I don't know the difference in fan base or the, the how many fans show up based on who's there. You know, like I don't know like the fan the uh, the the, um, the turnout was between like Ken Anderson and Swaggle or uh, you know like Tommy Dreamer. Like I don't know what those like like. Like, did they draw more? Did they draw less? Was it always the same just because it's the same fan base? You know, and shit like that. Um, and then, I guess, really, ticket prices, I don't think they really change or fluctuate either. I don't know how that gets factored into it, but they it'd be cool. Completely. Yeah, it'd be cool for Ali to uh, show up at, you know, every independent uh, in the area. But mm-hmm. I think Dreamwave and CSW will probably be the top ones. Um mm-hmm. Rocket Pro maybe, uh, but I mean they're so saturated with like talent anyways. Like I don't even know if like you know do you, who do you keep off the card at Rocket Pro to make room for Ali? 
Uh, the the maybe the coyotes and Marche, <laughs> the people that draw the house. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there will be that much of a difference because Rocket Pro will go above and beyond. I think, and I don't think Ali would ask for too Bless much. You. He'll 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 ask for more than what he was at before WWE, but I because he's local, like he's from Chicago. He's not going to be that guy. I hope no. not. I, I, w- I wouldn't think so. And I know, like, oh God. I know with, like, SCW, like, some of the guys there, the, you know, they grew up with him at other companies. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know where Ali wrestled other than Ali Pro. I really don't. So I don't know his relationship with other people. I know he's been a Dreamwave. That I do know. So I know he has that relationship with them. Um, but I don't know what, well, I guess he did technically, he wrestled with Hades a shitload of times, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm sure he, you know, Hades can get him into CSW if, you know, if Hades knows he, the right people. Well, he was at CSW for a long time, too. Was so. he? Okay, so there you yeah. go. Yeah, so. And Freelance, uh, when Vanguard was around, he was a a star there. Um, I knew, uh, I actually met Ali before he was Ali. Oh, no shit. There was a, there was a gimmick called Alt. Alto, a masked character. Hmm. Not sure. I'm guessing he's probably been at Pod 2 before. There could I'm have sure, been a chance. I'm sure. For 20 something years, I'm sure everyone's been through Pod at one point in time. Not me. Not me. I will say, I will say to uh, the Rocket Pro wrestling bookers out there, Kevin mostly, or Nuke, or whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. I will say that I saw something interesting on uh, Facebook. I don't know if Rocket Pro Wrestling has seen it. But uh, Max Holiday made a post referencing an old faction of his mm-hmm. from Joliet. Yeah. Yep. And his, uh, his, his desire to maybe one day do that at least one more time. And honestly, to you know, all respects to Rocket Pro Wrestling and all respects to Nuke and the Shelleys and everything, if you don't try to make that happen, you're fucking up. I can say that Nuke has seen it. He had he put eyeballs in one of the posts. Good. I know he's seen it. Yeah. I'm not telling anyone how to run their fucking business. But when I get random fucking people I didn't know like wrestling ask me about that shit. That's how I know you have something. I know it's a it's a Blitz thing. I get that. But if you're running the same area as Blitz, the same building as Blitz, and you're still getting the same guys that you had at Blitz, why not, you know, do the three rings, at least for one fucking night? You know? Three rings goes back to the LWF. I know Max Holiday wasn't part of that version. Yeah. But Machine, Grin, uh, Ringmaster, mm-hmm. they were the main guys. So, and that well, was, oh, well, okay. Go ahead. No, go yeah. ahead. Go All ahead. Right. Say some shit. Go ahead. You're I'm here now. To. Yeah, I'm you showed to. up this time. You're allowed okay. to. Okay. So, Three Rings, um, I attended Blitz regularly when they were running out of St. Joe's. Uh, that was definitely one of my favorite factions mm-hmm. um, in that company. That was, like, the one thing outside of, like, the legends and stuff that would bring me to the shows. I would love to see them come back. Oh, yeah, you would, because it's Max fucking Holiday, longest reigning three-time SCW Heavyweight Champion. The man, my Biffle. Best friend for fucking life. What's up, Max? 
<laughs> just being there with Ringmaster um, when I wrapped the Purplets for that short time was good. Because mm-hmm. I was going to LWF for so long, and we used to talk behind the state, you know, backstage all the time. So it was fun, and being there to rep for him and grin. And obviously Max and Machine. Oh, yes. I mean, if they were to come back again, I'd be all for it. Just maybe don't put me against them. Yeah. Oh, wait, I don't work there anymore. That's right, you got fired. If we all remember that. Pac-Man was there. He didn't help you. I, I, I was kind of I was know, trying I, to stay behind the barricade. I saw the video. I, I started watching some of the uh, Rock and Pro Wrestling videos that are available now on YouTube. Rock and Pro uh, YouTube channel. Make sure you go there and subscribe and whatever. Um, couple things I saw. First off, I'm in the Rock and Pro uh uh, fucking Titan Tron, the opener. So that's solid. Appreciate that. Uh, also, I saw uh, Nubby get his ass kicked and get fired, and not one person came to help you, which uh, which is sad because you can hear Steve's commentary saying, like, you want to go? Any day, pal. Any day. Well, what was that mentality, you know, five minutes before when he was choking you out with a cane? That's cool. <clears throat> um, Yeah. I'm sorry that you don't have uh, people there to back you up, brother. Like I said last week, like I said, that part doesn't even bother me. It's the part that uh, I win my match, get fired, get beat up, and then get fired by the GM. It's like, what? What boss does that? So what did your title reign end at? What what was the number? Seven. Well, technically, in my eyes, it hasn't ended. No one beat me for it. So are you, uh, are you fucking Curtis Axel in your fucking title right now? <laughs> the real Chicago Land champion. <laughs> I mean, I'm both. I, both from IPW and, and Rocket Pro, so I can combine both of those numbers together. Why the fuck not? That's true. Do what I want. Undisputed real <laughs> Chicago Land champion. Well, this show is going to be all about Nubby because both results uh, have to do with matches that he was a part of and the match card that we got to read for Southland also includes Nubby. So a lot of amazing turtle happening in this show. Let's start out with uh, Crash Tested from this past Saturday. I got those results. I'd hope so because I sure don't. And I didn't even have to write them down. Proud of you. Still, well, I had to write a couple notes, but nothing, nothing much. Oh, and like I said, like I said, Pac-Man, you may or may not get teary-eyed at the end. Oh, I got, I got tissues right next to me. Yeah, assuming you did. You did. Right assuming it wasn't on your nightstand, you freaky bitch. Well, yeah, you know the skin gets really dry. The weather's changing. That's right. Yeah, it's all raw dog. Assuming I, that no one uh, spoiled it for you, but I don't think anyone did. No. I did, see right. a pro- I did see a promo that I think might reference what you're about to talk about. Yeah, I think it only re- referenced one part. Yeah. Okay. I think we saw the same promo. Did it involve three people? Well, there's two people in the promo, but three people are involved. No, I saw one that had three people in the promo. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the third one showed up after. It started out with two. And the yeah. other one showed up. Yes, okay, cool. So we are on the same page. Yes, we are. Page seven. All right. So, uh, Crash Justice started out with a pre-show match. It, actually, this pre-show match, 
was um, put together like 10 minutes before the show. Like the CEO said, you two, get over here. You're going to put it being, you're going to be in a match since you're here. So pre-show match was Joey Dalton defeating, believe it or not, Joey Dalton defeated Quinn Wittick. Oh. Uh-huh. Interesting. Good for Joey Dalton, man. So I think he's due for some kind of title shot for any company that Quinn is with. Who is, uh, who, who's, is Joey a wrestling league guy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So main show starts, um, with, uh, that ass hat. Cameron Wayne. Oh, I'm God. Out. And, um, well, John Bullard, actually, the ring announcer, had, uh, the unfortunate task to invite him into the ring. And Cameron decided to instruct John Bullard to him to say he's the new general manager. And he kept going on and on and on about he's the new general manager and he demands respect. But, Jed Williamson, the CEO of Crash Assisted Wrestling, came out and put a stop to Cameron Wayne's bullshit. Said he's not the general manager, as we've been saying since the match with Steve. That general manager spot was not on the line. It was just for Steve. That he, If he lost, he would just not be general manager. So CEO Jed Williamson is the main guy. No general manager, no president, nothing. CEO Jeb Williamson. Oh, Sorry. Man. I tend to... My anxiety gets high with this guy. I swear to God. You're doing great, Nubby. <sighs> so Jeb... Jeb... <laughs> <laughs> that came out perfect. Did you just virtually fucking rub his shoulder? <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> He thought he was anxious. I thought that meant he needed positive reinforcement. I knew I felt something. Oh, my God. <laughs> made the hair stand on the back of my neck, but that's okay. Oh, my God. That's fucking beautiful. You're doing good, Nubby. <laughs> oh, beautiful. So, uh, oh, Jed Williamson God, puts Cameron. Back, man. Oh, fucking God. We missed you. Uh, Jeb Williamson um, put Cameron in his place. Um, Cameron gets really mad and threatens Jed. But um, then uh, Jed uh, made an announcement that we need a new commentator for the show. So he brought back Steve Aaron to commentate. With Disco Ray. Oh, so then, real quick. Uh, real quick I, yeah. I forgot to say this last week, but congratulations to Steve for picking up uh, Frontline Pro as a new commentator. It's mm-hmm. awesome. It's awesome. The expansion. I just wanted to say that real quick. So, sorry. See, saying nice things about Steve. Yeah, I told you. I'm a, per- I'm, I'm a new fucking person. I laugh at Pac-Man being funny. I compliment Steve. You call me Michael Jordan. Right, I've never been to Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Air, Air Pac-Mans. Yeah. I'm going to start a shoe brand. There you go. There'll be, there'll be fucking sandals, but yeah. 
Yeah, pretty much. How'd you know? Yeah. You ever want you ever want shoe hoops and flip flops? Time to get some air packs. Love it. So when Steve came out, Cameron was really pissed. Well, I mean, like, I don't see why he would. I mean, the whole point of the uh, match was for Steve to lose his job, not be completely fired and, you know, banned from fucking crash testing. He had to assume that just because he wasn't GM anymore, it's not like he wasn't going to be there in any any way, shape, or form. this This dude sounds dumb. He is a dumbass. So, um, Jed, who's sick and tired of Cameron, proposed a matchup for a future, for the future, sometime in January. They're going to pick representatives, and they will fight in January. Now, the announcement for those representatives will be announced in November. So, Yeah, November 11th, they will announce who their representatives are. And if, say, Jeff's, Jeff, Jed's uh, representative wins, um, he gets Cameron Wayne's contract. But if Cameron Wayne's representative wins, he gets control of Crash Tested. And that's when I turn in my resignation. Wait, like, controls and, like, he has... The CEO job? Yes. Yikes. Damn. Wow. And that's when I turn in my papers. I won't work for Cameron. No. No. Well, hopefully Steve has the faith in you that I have in you. And I'll be referenced uh, when we talk about the match card for this Saturday. Uh, Maybe he'll pick you. Well, Steve can't pick me. Jed will have to pick me. Oh, so it's Jed's choice. Yeah. Or it could be Cam. What if Cameron chooses me? Oh, jeez. Then what do I do? My God. What if What if Jed picks Jay Thunder and then you get picked uh, by by the idiot? Then you have to wrestle Jay Thunder. Well, I will only do it if the Chasing Destiny title is on the line. That's true. Which, by the way, that's a good segue because. After that announcement, Jed also made another announcement. Wait a pat yourself on the back. <laughs> See, my positive reinforcement is working. Jed also said hold that. On, hold on, hold on. I'm in such a good mood today. I'm, you just you complimented yourself. You made the. You made the transition, and then you awarded yourself. <laughs> oh God! Nubby, can I let you borrow my Nova so you can make an acceptance speech? You, you, you beautiful souls, you God! Oh, I love you guys every day. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, um, the Jed main announcement. I mean, this should be stand, standard. Anyway, mm-hmm. but whenever the Chasing Destiny champion is competing, yeah. the title is on the line. So does that mean if Jay Thunder is in a tag match, the title is on the line? It'd be a nice little uh, stipulation. I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, he's competing, and yeah. if he says whenever he competes, 
or whenever the champion competes, it the title's on the line, so we'll see. That's a good question on my end. I'll pat myself on the back for that one. <laughs> Why, stop? Why stop now, brother? <laughs> As you should. Oh, God. No, oh, and that's, a, that's a good, solid stipulation. But here's the thing, too. It, even if that wasn't like a tag team thing, I think the championship should always be on the line if the champion is wrestling because you're really only defending that title at the most once a month. Right. I uh, mean, at IPW, he has twice, I think. So... We'll see. And speaking of the, that champion, Jay Thunder, he defended his title and retained against Eric Schultz. That puts a smile on my face because, you know, fuck Eric Schultz. Fuck Eric Schultz. Yeah. 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 And then we had Dazzling Donnie defeating Pierce by a counter. That was Pierce's debut, right? No. Where did this was Pierce made his debut at that other show that we're not supposed to talk about and became a champion. Oh, God. I know his name came up somewhere. Yeah, okay. it was. Uh, and this was actually match, a rematch from last show. So Dazzling Donnie got the win by a count on him this then we had D'Angelo Steele and Shaq Jordan defeating No Coast for yeah. Santino. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> they won a little bit dirty, though. But I guess a win's a win, right? So mad about the shot thing. But Shaq Jordan didn't break any lights this time, so. So he won't be making an, another episode of Botchamania. I didn't see the Botchamania. I didn't watch that. So here's my question. They got his name wrong, and they called him Jack Collins. So does that just cancel out the botch? When you think about it. No, it just creates it's, a whole new botch. They got ironic. his name wrong. Yeah. So the, there, was a bot, there was a botch within a botch. The botch inception. botch inception. But that one... But, it, to me, I don't think that was a botch. It was just something that happened. Damn he, it, he's just that—he is just that damn good that he can kick lights in during a moonsault. So, yeah. was nuts. And really, he didn't break the light. He broke. It just came apart. The light came was off still the rig. Yeah, it was just—it was still on. So, jokes on them. <laughs> and I—I I was on. Um, not Botchamania, but I think it was, um, what was this, Trash Bag Wrestlers or something. I was on, a, a match of mine was on there. Mm. It was against the Sheik, but we were the best match in that uh, little thing, so whatever, dude. I think someone was uh, pissed about us or something, because only one person would have access at that time of that footage. You, uh, being, able, being able to make clips off of YouTube at that moment was not a thing. So You think the guy that runs that uh, page listens to JFW? I don't know, but I don't think he runs that page anymore. Uh, so I, I don't think it exists. Well, you know what we say about people that don't listen to JFW. You can go fuck yourself. 
No, right? sir. We, Wait, we no, no, sir. No, sir. That's all changed now. It's new. It's new age. Oh, okay. We uh we we encourage them to go ahead and uh, give a listen, and if they choose not to, then uh, that's okay. That's about as long as my filibuster last week on Power Hour. Yeah, except the difference between what you did and what I did is no one's bitching at me for what I did. Oh, true. Nobody's saying, God damn it, Travis. Yeah, that's right. Why know why? Why is that? Right. Well, Plus, I'm doing something kind. I'm I'm encouraging people to give us a listen and accepting the fact that if they chose not to, then it's okay. You know, I don't have to go around and tell people to fuck themselves anymore. That's just hurtful and mean. Are you okay? I have a thermometer. You can't see it because I have a background, but I have a thermometer. Yeah. Is it the same one you shoved in your butthole? Nope, you don't have a fever. This is just mm-hmm. this is just reality now. Go ahead, Bobby. That's the question. Thank God. Yeah, no, no one ever really wants to answer the questions they don't want to answer, so it's okay. So uh, Muggsy James defeated Joseph Von Hager, and after the match, John Buller got an interview with Muggsy, asked him uh, what his plans are going forward, and he announced, made it known that he wants the Chasing Destiny title. He wants Jay Thunder. That'd be uh, that'd be a yeah. tall order. Yeah. So make the match, Jed. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm telling my boss what to do. What an asshole I am. Jeez. No, oh, I'm fired. I didn't call him an asshole though, so I shouldn't oh. get fired yet. Yeah, you should be okay. All right. And he and he doesn't have a group to beat me up either. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yet, yeah, 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 yet, yet. Well, hey, I was on the his side when we took on high society, so he should be good with me. <clears throat> yeah, and, and I'm sure he uh, he appreciates the advice. You know, the you know he'll take it into consideration. Yeah, yeah, I'm off the show, I guess. After that <laughs> one, <laughs> I see him in January. Um, no. Um, so, the Plague uh, defeated the Bro Bros to retain their tag team titles. Bros! Only for the Bros to attack the Plague after the match, and then they ran away. Fucking guys. And then, um, me, the Amazing Turtle, Defeated the big man, Jared Estrada. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know what I did to the post to make it hurt my head, but something happened there. But, yeah, I won uh, with a couple of uh, shell shocks and a turtle kick. And then I made it known that I want some kind of title. Yeah, which one do you want? Doesn't matter. I'll take one. I'll go find a partner and go for the uh, tag titles if I need to. Jay Thunder, perhaps? Team he's, Turtle Thunder? He, oh, he's busy. Mm. So, we'll see. And then, the main event. It was Cody James and Marche Rocket versus Chris Miller of the High Society 
and Miles Mercer of the ARC, and they're accompanied by their managers, C-Red and Cameron Wayne. They were both out there. C-Red, Grandpa. And in this match, if Chris Miller or Miles Mercer were to pin Marche Rocket or Cody, one of those guys would be the number one contender. If Cody would have pinned either Miles or Miller, he gets to choose his opponent. Opponent. Now, if Marche pins them, then he gets the title shot. Well, Chris Miller ended up getting the win, and he gets the title shot after pushing Cody into Marche and gave him a low blow and rolled him up and pulled the tights. So Chris Miller is your new number one contender, and we'll be taking on Cody James in November. Yeah. But that's gonna be what? an interesting match. Hold on, real quick. Let's talk about that before we get into the ending. Okay. Interesting match because that used to be what Team CNC or something like that. Yep, CNC Destruction. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, Miller is what general manager somewhere, champion somewhere else. That's a tall order for fucking uh, Cody James. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they what? used to battle back in the day, and then they became a tag team. But now they're broken up again and fighting again. This time for the. The big, big title. Big title. So what happened at the end of the show here, Nubby? What's, so, what's going what's to make Pac-Man cry? So, C-Red and Miles challenged Marche Rocket to a handicap match in November. Ooh. There's some stipulations. Um, if Marche were to accept, it would be if C-Red and Miles win, then Marche will never get a Crash Test title shot ever again. And if Marche were to win, Pac-Man? Boy, I'm sitting down for Mar- this. If Marche wins, C-Red must leave Crash Test Wrestling. No! What do you care? you never fucking been there. I gotta get there so I can see I gotta next. get there. Is that Once crash tested, there'll be November 11th. I'm gonna bring the sea head. <laughs> I mean, in all, yep. in all reality, you know, kind of sea rep did bring it upon himself. He did. He made he thought, the challenge. He talked a lot of shit on Power Hour last week. Yeah, he did. And he's still talking that shit. Well, I think one of the biggest things he's he'd said was is that uh, that if Marche wanted to get his hands on him, he'd have to catch him first. Yeah, I guess in the sense is he's kind of catching C Red without having him to put a fucking hand on him. It's true. So true. We'll see. We'll see what happens uh, next month in November. See if I mean, I guess in reality, I mean C Red's kind of wrapping up on a hiatus, so. I mean, how much does he, you know, how much does he give a shit if he, you know, stays or goes? Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, it would be interesting if C Red uh would be the one to cost Marche title shot forever and crash test it. So that'd be fucking personal, yeah. Wait, so so is it is it only when Cody's champion or forever? Forever. Oh wow, yeah. <clears throat> Oh, we'll see. Forever. 
Forever. Forever. Forever. All right. So that is Crash Tested Aftermath. We will see you guys on November 11th. Stay tuned for upcoming cards and matches and stuff. Because we got some stuff coming. Yeah. All right, Pac-Man. We got for IPW. We have IPW is what we have for IPW. Oh, fuck you. So we had lovely Miss Larkin, the host of the show, starting the show, and decided... What, what, Travis, what did you think of lovely Miss Larkin? She's way more annoying than fucking person. She was posing for every camera that turned her way. Now, don't get me wrong. She's cute. She's the only reason why I ever used the word lovely in fucking pro wrestling because of you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, you really bastardized that fucking word, but luckily she's bringing it back. I blame Gunner Brave. He's the one who the name. <laughs> but, I mean, just, I mean, there, there were moments where she was in that ring with uh, Rihanna at the beginning, and you could just tell, like, she doesn't need the fucking microphone. Oh, yeah, to hear her. Okay. And it was like, like, and, I, and the thing is, like, I have like, I don't want to call it, I don't want to call it that I have sensitive ears, but like, you know, like the whole like scratching a chalkboard or like a knife on like a plate and shit like that, and like a really, yeah. so if I just imagine that sound, I get fucking goosebumps. And that's what we heard with uh, Miss Larkin. Every time she grabbed the microphone, even before speaking, fucking goosebumps. Now again, I'll say, very attractive, fucking hot. She's she's the new hot girl. At least I know her name. <laughs> For now. For now. Oh no, I'm always gonna remember fucking Miss Larkin. <laughs> Come on now, she fucking a God. Um, no, she she was an entertaining host. Um, when we get through these results, and we get more towards the end of the results and everything, we're going to find out that. Unfortunately, she wasn't the host we were hoping for, and right. we kind of just got another host that's similar to like the last three hosts that uh-huh. we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, with, an, with an agenda, yeah, definitely had yeah. an agenda. Yeah, so I, I, I guess I go on record and saying because I, I don't quite remember who has been host since we've been on there. But I guess with the exception of C Red, because I think C Red was host after us. I think it was kind of like right. a duos. So with the exception of C Red, we have been the only non shady, you know, ulterior motive fucking host that IPW has had in a while. Yeah, I mean we were fair. Yeah, and all the shady shit we did, we we did it ahead of time and told people. Yeah, you did yeah. double check before you told the wall to go fuck itself. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I think so, that was the. The shadiest thing we did. That was probably the most shady. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Now, granted, yeah, you know, I, I gave you a match against C Red, and people thought that was, you know, somehow that was favoritism. Like, no, I just want to see you guys fucking wrestling. But that was planned out a week ahead. You know, gave workhorses a title shot. Not shady. Clean. You know, whatever. Right, you gave them an opportunity after they yeah. lost in the tournament. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know what IPW, uh, you know, you know, the heads of IPW are thinking of that. But uh, their their track record with hosts since us has not been great. And up until probably probably the first three quarters of the show, Larkin crushed it. Other than annoying as fuck, crushed it. 
That's that last half, that one moment. That, that Yeah, that one moment just showed us that she's no different than Damien Gray, the War Courses, or Damien Saint. And no disrespect to Damien Saint, but no. I was... Re- Disrespect that motherfucker. I wasn't. I don't. I wasn't at the. No, I wasn't at Damien Saint's uh, show. Right, that was one I missed. Yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard some shit. And you're better than that, man. You're better than that. But yeah, no, I'm happy. I think Miss Larkin was wonderful. I think uh, her debut at FPW is incredible because I'm a huge fan of uh, of uh, women's wrestling. I've been a big advocate for women's wrestlers. I do believe they need more women's wrestling in independent wrestling. Which side note, real quick. Uh, congratulations to Dreamwave, who's going to have an all-women's show in, I think, December. Right. Mm-hmm. So congratulations for doing that. that. That was an idea I had for another company, and I thought it would get over. I'm glad that somebody's doing it. So uh, incredible. And, I, you know, with and when we talk about SCW, there's two women's ma- matches on that match card, and I'm excited about both of them. Uh I know Bill Shelley uh, and the Shelleys, they're talking about women's wrestling possibly coming to Rocket Pro Wrestling in the future. They talked about that in the Power Hour. And obviously CSW and SCW have made women's wrestling like a mainstay on their shows, you know. And I think a lot of people could, you know, learn from that and start having more women's wrestling. Uh, I know Crash Tested uh, has women's wrestling from time to time, too. Um, so to have her host is cool. I don't know when the last time IPW had a female host. But I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that that came around and happened. Well, I so. think it was the knockouts. Yeah, that's right. Last year. Oh, was that October of last year? Oh, last year. All I know is Cactus walloped Damian Gray, and I live vicariously through her <laughs> retroactively. Yeah. So yeah, that that would have been fall of last year. If I may, you yeah, may. We were talking about it. We were talking about when we were general, the general managers, no, the hosts. One time, yeah, that was the only show that Bronco Lumberjack was at. I just like to point that out. He never yeah. came back once we were not the host, and he wasn't there before. When we were the host, Bronco Lumberjack was there. Just want to point that out. Yeah, we've not been, that yeah. it had anything to do with anything, but you know. Man. Well, there, I, I don't know. Can we mention who was in the crowd this past Sunday? Um, I know you were. I was. Nobody, you know, Rich you, was. Nobody, you know, I'm talking about. Can that be uh, mentioned, or is that like not supposed to be known? Oh, um, a retired wrestler. Yeah. From the past. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I think we can mention it. Um, he just didn't want to be mentioned in front of everybody at that time because he's just that type of guy. Um, I guess Midwest legend, uh, Wisconsin homewrecker, if you will. That's, that was one of his uh, aliases. Um, Strict Nine. Yeah, former or Christopher Avons. Christopher Avons in uh, Pro Championship Wrestling. Yes, the first uh, Elite Pro Champion held yeah. all three different versions of that title. Yeah. Um, he, was, uh, he was one of the original members of Cash Inc., too, right? Am I getting that right? Yeah, Cash Inc., he was. Um, he was also part of the Stick It In Express. In LWF, and um, I think they did in PCW for a little while. Um, he also got me my first matchup in pro wrestling. Oh, nice! Yeah, I I I, I didn't go up. I didn't say I don't because I know he uh, wouldn't he wouldn't remember me. Um, 
But yeah, as soon as as soon as I uh, you uh, I heard you, I saw you talking to him and I asked you if it was, I was like, no, of course that's fucking Stuart Knight. He just has a beard. It was weird because seeing him from afar, he looks like Mike. Because <laughs> right, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, I know who you're talking like, about. Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, it was cool. It was cool to see him. You know, elite elite pro fucking alumni. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So, all in all, even before the show started, IPW was was pretty fucking solid, all around great. Except, yeah. for, uh, except for the hot girl was annoying as fuck. But oh, you mean lovely? Aren't they all? Yeah, aren't they all though? You know, just good to look at, just not to listen to. I don't fucking know. But she did name Chad Bro and Muggsy James as the referees for different matches throughout the show, and Chad started. Refereeing, it turned into a four-corner scramble match for the alternative championship. Uh, Motivation Mike won. Um, he was fighting Disco Ray all across the arena, wondering if the uh, tambourines came into play when they were brawling outside the VFW. <laughs> um, but that was definitely a crowd pleaser. But Motivation Mike won. By putting his foot on the turnbuckle for four, which Chad called it. Yeah, it's, I mean, obviously not a fan favorite guy. Uh, kind of annoying as fuck, but, you know, not in the good way. Uh, but you know what? Dude, at least, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, the experience in the ring, because he is fairly new, right? He's not, you know, he's not a veteran by any sense, but he had ring awareness. To know where he was at in the moment to get the tag on the uh, turnbuckle. Now, obviously, you know, big leagues, you know, that group that they created with the, you know, the bro bros and all them. I don't know if your foot qualifies as touching the turnbuckle. It does. It does? Yeah. Any any part of your body. Because I thought you had to tag the turnbuckle. Any part of your body. It's not, it's not like it's baseball where you got to have the ball in your mitt. Again. Good, good analogy. Good, good fucking reference, brother. I missed it because it froze. Oh, you froze. Dumb. Did I freeze? Yes. You're fine now. Oh, just quit. You're quit good fucking, now. Quit pulling on what you think is a fucking beard, and let's move along. I'm, I'm thinking. This is a very thought-provoking show. Damn. So we next had Kid Lat versus EJ Swanson. For the Junior Heavyweight Championship, one of the matches that I was looking forward to, uh, Kid Lat finally vanquished EJ to become Junior Heavyweight Champion. Two-time. 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 Don't forget that. Yeah. I know I know it was a big moment for him, and I know he was very uh, emotional about it. Um, but he, he can't forget he did win it once before, you know, so yeah. technically he's a two-time champion. Uh, I just – I think – I mean, luckily, you know, the medallion <laughs> the medallion holder was in the crowd, so you know, luckily it wasn't a repeat of his last, you know, title win, but yeah, no, uh, well deserved. Yeah. And obviously, uh, you know, he's um uh you know Quinn Wittick was tra- he's a, he's his trainer. Quinn Wittick, Quinn Wittick is Kid Latch's trainer. Yep, his mentor, yep. yep. So you just see, you know, it's cool seeing, you know, Quinn kinda come out of the back and, you know, not not get in the ring and stake his shine, but at least acknowledge him in his moment. That was I don't definitely know, a very cool. I don't know why he came over and fucking hugged you though. I'm I don't know. I'm a I'm an in demand guy. Like yeah. I told you yesterday. 
I don't know, he probably assumed you were a Make-A-Wish kid or something, but he just fucking, like, I just saw him, like, run over and hug you and thank you. I was like, what the fuck did Pac-Man do for you? <laughs> I yelled really loud. <laughs> Starting chance no one wanted to do. It's tough to be a one-man L.I.M., let me tell you, brother. Yeah, I know. Well, that's that's your L.I.M.'s problem, man. Yeah. I mean, fucking uh, Andy was there. Why didn't, why didn't Andy come sit with you? I missed Andy, but it was good to have him in the crowd. Just hearing all this stuff he says when he's in the crowd. Whenever Andy's part of the audience, not in the ring, it's a lot of fun. Even when he's, obviously when he's in the ring, it's a lot of fun. But just the stuff that he thinks of when he's yelling at the wrestlers is hilarious. It's a treat. But I digress. Next, we had D'Angelo Steele having his open challenge for Rachel and who answered it but Corey McHenry now if you remember last month Corey McHenry uh, was jumped prior to the start of his match in the medallion tournament by D'Angelo and the match was thrown out so Corey was came in like a house of fire uh but D'Angelo retained over Corey, which then brought out Joey Dalton, who decided he wanted to make a statement against D'Angelo why he was screwed out of the Second City Championship. And a match was made between him and the debuting Montrose Mayhem. And Joey Dalton defeated Montrose. Then we then we had for a minute, bro. I gotta slow down. See, I caught myself. No, you don't gotta slow down. You're doing fine, but give some pause. We could talk about these moments and shit, man, because you forgot a big part of that open challenge. And that is? Joey Dalton couldn't answer the open challenge. Oh, that's right. That's right. You can't see Betty Cena. Oh, I thought she was trying to reach for your shorts. Um, well, she she was, but that's another story. We, we don't want to do that. Right? It's like it's, she's like waving her hand across it, like it's one of those fucking like you know paper towel dispensers. Sweet. <laughs> so um, fun, fun fun fact: yeah. I did text her to refill my water bottle. Oh, so that was sweet of you. Just make sure she doesn't throw it into the ceiling tile like it like she's Brooks Berna. <laughs> uh the open challenge was made to anyone but Joey Dalton. That's right. So D'Angelo, it obviously it looks like he's ducking him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you can see the frustration in Joey Dalton because of that, because through the matchup, even though it was, what was the guy's name? Macho Mayhem? Or? Um, Montrose Mayhem. Montrose. Montrose. He just kept, he kept calling him Dal- uh, he kept calling him uh, D'Angelo. You know, like, you know, you're yelling at D'Angelo, like, this is what I'm going to do to you, and you know, using, you know, some colorful language that you probably shouldn't say in front of children, but hey, whatever, not my, not my place. You know, I, I, I said the upward to a wall, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of pent up rage in Joey Dalton. And honestly, dude is, you know, he's an aggressive motherfucker and it's probably not somebody you want to piss off, but like, D'Angelo doesn't seem to really give a shit. And he nope. exclaimed at the end, you know, anyone could, uh, could fight me for his chat, for his belt except Joey Dalton. All right, go ahead, Batman. You're good. Then after we had recess. Yeah, it went on six minutes too long. 
It was a nice recess. We got that's, to, that's I, when I got sh- to push you on the slide. That's when the show all started falling apart, man, because you guys went on six minutes. Going. I was back in my seat at 21. And all the other motherfuckers were like, oh, it's 27. I guess now we'll head back. Mm. Mm. Shame on you people. I was working my way back. Shit, we'll we ended our, way back sooner. We ended our kickball game too early. Yeah. I was going to kick a home run. Yeah, I doubt it. I you mean, would, you would Charlie Brown that motherfucker, and you know it. Well, the funny thing is, Dave West, big flexy, when we were getting ready, when it was his turn to go up to kick, he tried to flex his legs, but he didn't really have the flexibility to do so. So it was just kind of awkward. Well, it's because he doesn't stretch first. Yeah, he needs to stretch. He needs Gosh. to do calisthenics. Gosh, Maybe yes. a little hot yoga. Goat yoga, even. <laughs> but after recess... Uh, you know what? You know what the uh, you know what the workhorse is called? Goat. Yeah. Who the fuck? Who's who's? That wasn't fucking... me that time. You know what the workhorse is called? Goat yoga. Mm. What's that? Couples yoga. <laughs> Treat it. <laughs> <laughs> Treat it. Ah, uh, oh, perfect. Okay, go ahead. All right. So RVP confronted the informational liaison. Oh, about God, being man, in a match. Impressive. There was a cat fight in Richmond Park. Massive cat fight. Rian and uh, Christian had a really tough time training up. In which, by the way, I should also mention that Rian was made a backup referee by lovely Miss Larkin. So he did referee a couple matches, called it right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a cat fight between RVP and Brittany K, who uh, they had faced off last month. So their feud is certainly not over. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. I think the most uncomfortable uh, thing about all of that was at the end when Ryan really got into uh, RVP's face and shit. Brought back a lot of family dinners. <laughs> Rihanna is not a uh, a good angry person. I would never want to piss him off. He might hit me with his Rolex. That's true. And become yeah. champion. Right. Or he might just he might just slap you in the bathroom. I wouldn't want to do that. Wouldn't want that to happen. But we had next. A special attraction series match between TW3, Shaq Jordan, and Jay Thunder. Uh, let me just confirm. Shaq won this match, and afterwards, the major leagues came out and attacked all the competitors in the match. Yeah, before that, who refed the match? Wasn't that Rian? It was 100% Rian. Now, it was said on last week's Power Hour that it was Nubby's fault for the Women's Championship match at CSW. That's what Steve said, right? Way to go, that, Nubby. That, that Nubby screwed over Miss Kate. Now, That's what I remember, yes. Now, is Steve going to say the same thing to Rion because Rion missed Shaq Jordan hugging the ropes in that pinfall? Hmm. 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 
But it was a triple threat, so no disqualification. I would assume that means no rope breaks either. No, uh, there are rope breaks for pinfalls and submissions. Yeah, yeah. As long as they're in the ring. Yeah, so it's... So, I mean, realistically, I mean, like, you know, if Steve didn't see it, if he listens to this show, he's going to know the information now. That, yeah, Shaq Jordan picked up the win, and impressive motherfucker, no doubt. Great fucking talent. But he cheated to pick up the victory, and Rion, who was the referee for the match, missed it. Which I get it. From my perspective, mistakes happen, things get missed. I said Nubby's made mistakes, but it's mistakes that he didn't see happen, because referees don't see everything. But at the same time, I don't sit there and blame Nubby. You know, and say that he screwed somebody in their matchup just because he missed something. Just doing his job. So I'm just wondering if Steve will do the same thing on the Power Hour and put blame on Rion for screwing TW3 and Jay Thunder out of a potential victory because of Shaq Jordan's cheating. Well, Steve? Well? What do you got to say about that? Let us know in the comments below. And, Rian, I think you should bring this up. Rian, you better bring this up. You bring up everything else. Yeah. I hope this doesn't affect me getting, uh, you know, invited to any more Dutch baby talks. But if it does, it does. It's okay. But I do want to know if Steve is willing to be an unbiased, you know, journalist. Or if he just wants to poke fun at Turtle and not at Rian. Pac-Man, make sure you write that in your 12-minute, you know, commencement speech uh, of tomorrow's power. Hour. I'll, uh, and I'll ask the LIM for their thoughts as well. Each and every one of them. Every one, even Chuck Gunderson. Right, and then right before you give your input, take five minutes to upload, you know, the, the post of some picture. I'll find Steve's high school yearbook picture. There we go. I believe that's etched on a stone in some cave. Treated. I'm sorry, Steve. I couldn't help it. I had to say treated. That was actually, that was funny. <laughs> All right, but yes, after the match, Marcelo Spade came out and screamed at TW3 about how he should be on TV, given that TW3 just appeared on the Netflix show Wrestlers about OVW. Mm-hmm. So that was very aggressive. He was very aggressive and intense. Well, I I think he was not only pissed at that, but pissed at the fact that. He's not being booked on IPW shows, mm-hmm. which, in Rion's defense, you can't yell at Rion because Rion doesn't book the shows. He's the information no. liaison, and yeah. he's neutral. And he's made that statement, you know, on Sunday that the hosts make the shows, the 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 management at IPW make the matches, the hosts make the matches. He doesn't do it. Um, so I mean, other, unless unless dude was just you know, making sure Rion relayed the information, he was getting mad at the wrong fucking person and mm-hmm. taking it out on all these people. Now, he did make an open challenge to TW3 for that title. You know, and what what did he say? Like, he's like, let's see if Al Snow will allow you be, to be back here next month or something like that. To that effect, yeah. Like that. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see that, you know, if TW3 will be in, you know, Richmond Park next month to go for that title. We'll have to see. But after that match, we had for the Russell League title, which was announced after recess, uh, Quentin Wittick versus J.R. Lindsay in a very, very hard-fought match. And Quinn retained the title 
but on the way out made sure to put over Russell as the best student out of wrestling. That match was incredible. Probably favorite match of the show. Between that and the triple threat that I just talked about. People so we give Russell enough credit. So you no longer care about Kid Lat's match? I do care about Kid Lat's match. That was my most anticipated match. Oh, and it, and it let you down. It didn't let me down because I was happy to see him win. But you didn't and enjoy it. I did enjoy it. But you just listed two of your favorite matches, and that and Kid Lat wasn't one of them. I said two. The third match would definitely be Kid Lat versus EJ Swanson. So your most anticipated match was your third favorite. All match. right, you're twisting my words, Mister Spin Doctor. I'm just curious on where C Red's match landed. Well, we'll talk about that because if it isn't your favorite or your second favorite or your third, I mean, yeah, it could still be top five. But well, we'll get to that. Oh, we yeah. will get to that. But next we had another triple threat match. See, look, I also had a good segue. Right, Nubby? The thing is, that's also another good segue because it was your match for the tag team championships. (laughs) (laughs) So, Nubby... How did your triple threat match for the tag team champions go against the Booze Brothers and the Workhorses? Uh, well, didn't go in my favor. Yeah. Uh, we didn't lose, but we didn't win. But you did not get punched in the mouth by your partner. You didn't. I didn't. You didn't. I, but you I did didn't. have to. You did have to back them into a corner at one point. Yeah, it was very prom picture, uh, picture-esque of you. <laughs> but also, I do want to say, I didn't realize Nubby was a uh, proponent of the Second Amendment because that Singletty had, he had the right to bear arms. Am I right, guys? Yeah, dude, I, I don't want to put you on the fucking spot, bro, but in the future, we do that. When you hug me, don't shove your arm hair into my mouth. <laughs> what? You hugged me, and your arm hair went into my mouth. <laughs> How? So you had arm hair. You gave him a hug. Do we have to draw a diagram? <laughs> Dude, you're like five feet taller than me. Because we happen? because we did a manly hug at an angle. So I had one arm under, one arm over. But because you're shorter, you got up over on me. So when you went like this, you went you threw your fucking upper arm into my mouth. <laughs> I didn't even notice. It felt like I kissed a man. Well, yeah, it did. So, Travis T., would you say that that gave you a little bit of shell shock? Oh, yeah, I was shell shocked, all right. I think I pulled his hair out of my teeth. Knock, knock, that, that's what that was? <laughs> <laughs> you see that hickey on that? <laughs> uh, don't tell Betty. <laughs> you know what, dude? I do, I'm not going to lie. I do love the sleeveless look. I, I do think like it, was, it too, yeah. I think it was fucking solid. So, I'm starting to get a um, little bit of confidence back to where I'm going to start getting rid of the sleeves. Yeah. Um, eventually, I'm just going to get to that, hopefully get to that point where I won't need an, uh, a shirt under. 
but yeah, that's sometime think, down the line. Yeah, but I think that's fine. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, like like the way Jay Thunder wears his, I think it's pretty solid fucking looking. That's you know? what I want. I want yeah. a design like that. Yeah, it's like uh, what, MVP. You yeah. know, MVP mm-hmm. wore the same shit. I think yeah. those are, I think, I think th- I prefer those over like the singlets and shit like that. You know, because singlets are so overused and overplayed and shit like that. But if you got something like Jay Thunderwares or how MVP, you know, shit like that, I think those are fucking sound. Plus, because you're a turtle, it's, it would make more sense how you're more shield. Because you can actually get a full-blown shell on the back of an actual, like, sleeveless shirt. And you can, like, you know, like the, the tank top uh, look that uh, that the um, singlets have. 100%, yeah. What a, what a, so, what a, I liked it. Well, wait so a minute, the, huh? the match was solid. I, like I said, yeah. and I was honest with you, I was really distracted by the glass beer bottle I thought was going to fall off the ring, which it did, didn't break, thank it fucking did. God. But uh, I think you guys held your own against the workhorse. I mean, let's face it, the fucking, you know, IPW Tag Team Champions weren't really much of a fucking challenge. Half of them are drunk half the time. You know, but I, I, I think... I think if there wasn't the the outside interference or the involvement of people not in the match, you guys could have became the new IPW Tag Team Champions. It's just, unfortunately, and I'm not putting all the blame on Steve, is that when you create, you know, you know, when you create feuds and issues with people, it's going to affect you no matter when, no matter where. And it just happened to have affected you guys in your tag team match. And that's why I was trying to stop him from himself in the beginning of the match. I want, I'm like, dude, let, wait till the bell. Just wait for the bell for once in your life. Wait. Yeah. And plus, it's also the referee in me. Some, I still can't help myself. It, it'll, I'm a, I go about the rules, you know. And I didn't want the champions to just stand out there. So I want them in the ring. Want everybody in the ring. Now, what happened in the beginning was actually done by design. I planned it that way for the workhorses to be embarrassed. Good. It's not every day you get to strategize with your opponents, mm-hmm. but I went to the champs and I'm like, before we beat the shit out of each other, let's do this. Yeah. So for once in my life, I baited them into an argument and waited for the right time and did what we did. Yeah. Nubby, you showed that you were a master. A master? Never mind. Ah. Waka waka. Well, the one thing I said last week about your match was the one thing that's going to cause you guys to fail was Steve's temper. Now, it it wasn't the reason. It was just, you know, I said outside interference. But because you prevented him from doing something before the match even started, at least got you to the point where it was a possibility. But like I said, outside interference, the people getting involved who shouldn't have gotten involved, it didn't pick up the win. But, you know, at the same time, not one tag team in that match left with those belts. I mean, technically, the tag team champions retain, but again, you said mm-hmm. the right words. The tag team champions did not walk out 
the tag team champions. Yeah. And it was up to this moment where the fucking lovely Miss Larkin was doing her job, that she did a great job as host. But it's this moment where it all went downhill. So after the Booze Bros retained, lovely Miss Larkin had a conversation with Sean Danger at ringside, gave him a low blow as the major leagues started beating down pretty much everybody in sight. It was like the NWO came to Richton Park. But after that, Nick Diamond, who was in the crowd with the newly won medallion that he won at the tournament last month, cashed in for an opportunity at the Tag Team Championships. And we had new Tag Team Champions as Nick Diamond and lovely Miss Larkin defeated the Booze Brothers. So I'm not going to lie. I had suspicious, suspicion thing, like suspicions and thoughts that something was up. They were, like, very cozy. Very cozy on that crowd. Solid fucking word. I mean, unless she wanted to just sit on a lap and the closest one to the podium, um, was him, I guess. I mean, I had a... Lap she could have sat on too, but I guess that wasn't undeniable yeah. enough. Yeah, sure. See, I don't want to. I don't want to speculate anything, but they were almost like Facebook official cozy over there. <laughs> so, which I noticed Facebook that, official uh, all over their face. It, it had, yeah, it had, it had beyond its complicated written all fucking because I look at it, I'm like, oh wow, damn, like she is a great fucking host. Like, in my mind, she was going to work her way through the crowd, but she never did. And I was like, okay, well, whatever, fuck her. Um, but it made a lot more sense when she low-blowed fucking, uh, fucking uh, drunky McSkunks. And, uh, Not to be confused with any member of the lovely intoxicated men. Who would that be confused? Who's drunky McSkunks in the LIM? It could be any member. could be Danny. I'm going to tell you I right know, now. it's Danny. It's as definitely a, Danny. As a shoot fucking Pac-Man... I don't care who the next member of the LIM is. If his name's not Drunky McSkunks, you're fucking up, bud. When when Smiley McGee comes back from Indiana, decides to move back to Illinois, that's going to be his new name. We're going to repackage him for the fourth time. Just tell him, like, listen, man, you have two jobs. Be drunk, don't bathe. That's all you got to fucking do. Drunky McSkunks. There we go. Um... But yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I don't remember the name that they called themselves, but I guess it's a defiant uh, wrestling company thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, the yeah. program, the program. The program, yeah. Uh, That's yeah. A, uh, ARW. Oh, okay. That's an ARW yeah. thing yeah, with uh, Eric Schultz and Willie. So maybe she'll be popping up at ARW now. Maybe. She needs to pop up fucking more. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of wrestling. Huge fan of uh, women's wrestling. Oh, uh, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, you got new tag team champions. Congratulations to them. Uh, I believe that's, like, three tag team championship changes before there was even a trios championship match. That still grinds my gears that the workhorses have yet, I mean, to and at any point that I've been there, since I've been coming there since March, where they've defended their trios title. And they want to claim they have a long reign with it, but 
I mean, certainly helps when you don't put it on the line. When you're too busy flexing to put it on the line. It helps when you don't show up sometimes, too. Mm. Very convenient. But last, we had the main event of the afternoon. Damien Gray, the pusher of PX, versus my grandpa, C-Red. Pusher of PX. He did. Travis, here's the thing. I wasn't on the show last week. Have you seen that footage from Rocket Pro where Damien Gray shoved me, put his hands on me, even though I didn't physically provoke him? You, uh, I'm trying to remember. There's a, there's a, well, fucking Pac-Man, you're a, you're a musical arts guy. I am. There's a, there's a, there's a play, a musical. Okay. I think it's Rent. Or something. There's a song in it that gives like a long ass fucking number in it. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Yeah, that's how many times I watched that incredible fucking video, man. Dude, that wasn't cool. <laughs> it was a dick move of him. The fact that you got launched out of scene was fucking hilarious. I mean, the thing is, and we have a history going back a long time. Here, here here's my question though. Here's my here's my question. I get your history. <laughs> It's been documented, it's been talked about. But what did you say to him before he shoved you? Because maybe what you said didn't warrant being shoved. So let's start there. What did you say to him before he shoved you? So from what I remember, he was telling me that, uh, I'm trying to recall exactly. He said something about Flash isn't my dad and that you want to be a tough guy, and then he shoved me. It was something to that effect. Well, what did you say to him? Because he's not going to just shove you. Well, I didn't say anything to him. I just kind of danced around and taunted him a little bit. I didn't lay a hand hand on him. What's the difference between me going, doing the little Scott Hall, ooh, and giving the, or doing like a little, like, you know, Irish, fighting Irish dance? Because you challenged him. I wasn't challenging him. It, or I was what about giving of, the finger? You could have gave him the finger, and he would that have warranted a push? It wouldn't have warranted a push, but even then, I wasn't going to lay my hand on him because I know my place in the business. As a wrestling fan, you don't lay your hands on a wrestler. But when right. you what you just did there, you know, doing the little fighting Irish, yeah, that, that's a you, fucking that could be a challenge. But dude, here's the thing though: no, he shouldn't have shoved you. Completely wrong in his part. But you're no different than fucking Steve. You keep pushing and poking at somebody, eventually they're going to react. I mean, all I said beforehand is the idols are a bunch of losers that lost pretty much everything. I wasn't stay tell me when I'm telling lies. You you badmouthed Damian Gray and the Idols for a very long time. Except for my dad. He's pretty okay. And he and they have done nothing to you physically. Up until that moment. So when you countlessly attack and poke somebody, eventually they're going to just get fed up and they're going to react. Now to quote my grandpa, but again, I did not lay my hand on Damian Gray. Right, cool. Steve you will take a shot at that point. You, you brought, you robbed your grandpa. Nubby, what does the ARC stand for? Actions, reactions, and consequences. I know you didn't ask me, but. Okay. Your actions had a reaction. Now, is there going to be a consequence to that? Maybe. 
I mean, probably not. Definitely not. Ask Nuke, ask Damon Saint, ask anybody. See if there's going to be. You don't know because it only happened three weeks ago. So you don't know if there's going to be any consequences to it. I mean, there, be- there better be. It's it's out of line. But here's the thing, Pac-Man, and, and this is what you're going to have to realize. It's the same thing that you had to realize when you were a fucking kid in high school getting shoved into a locker. Unless you're willing to do something about it, it is what it is. Hmm. Unless you step up and do something about it, you got shoved down on video for thousands upon thousands of people see on a consistent, regular basis. And unless you're willing to step up and do something about it, it's just going to be what it is. I mean, he ignored my shirt. He 100% ignored your shirt. After the countless efforts of you and I together trying to get him to notice this shirt. I mean, it was a cool shirt. It just shows how irrelevant you are to him. Because he shoved you down out of anger and then just blew you off like you were nobody. But I mean, but it, you did but, bring up a good point. I will say, you did bring up a good I point. I bring up so many ago. good points. I, I remember that. So I remember that. But here's the thing. And here's the thing, too, Pac-Man. And you got, this comes on to the LIM, too. It's not just Damian Gray. It's the Idols. And if your group, if your friends are willing to step up with you, it's going to be you versus them. It's going to be Danny versus fucking Cobra Kai. It's going Johnny to be... Chaos? There we go. It Fuck yeah. Exactly. It's going to be Nubby versus Peanuts of Damages. Unless you're willing to have someone to have your back, you're going after Gray and you're going after the idols who are going to be there with him. And that's something you have to keep in your fucking head, too. That's what bully mentality is in fucking high school. It's never just the bully. It's him and his friends. So no matter how much you're willing to step up, if you're stepping up alone, you're fucked. So you need to get hold of, you know, by the way, fuck all your little LIM friends who think they can out-drink me, jackasses. I don't know if we ever had be able to have a conversation about that stupid shit. I think we did briefly. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, still thinking about that. Fuck them. But if they were to, if they were willing to step up, and I don't know, Danny willing to actually fight for something, other than like, oh, I'm gonna fucking out drink somebody and hold on to a fucking title. Big fucking deal, you know? Or if fucking, you know, Double J actually shows up to something, or the fucking gimp actually steps up and does something other than playing with fucking, you know, computers, or Gabagool who does nothing but burp a baby and go, oh! All they have to do is just That was good. I felt like he was here. Fuck yeah. Hey, what do you know? What do you think? Throw the fuck up, kid. That was a good line. That's a good catchphrase. We should put it on a shirt. But even beyond that, the only guys in your group who are wrestlers is C-Red, Nubby, and Andy. And occasionally Chuck Gunderson, who was in the Rocket Rumble last year. He's not going to do shit. He fucking was found in a dumpster. We took care of it. two, Two of the smallest fucking marks at Rocket Pro abducted him. And he couldn't fight back. He had to sit in a dumpster and get wheeled around in a wheelchair? He's not going to fucking help you. I mean, we'll have to all talk about it next week when the lovely Intoxicated Podcast returns. I hope you do. But like I said, don't put yourself in a situation you can't fucking handle, man. He don't even have Nubby. He got fired from fucking Rocket Pro. Yeah. He may be able to buy yeah. a ticket, but he can't fucking get inside that fucking ring again. He'll get kicked out. Uh, unless I buy a ticket, I can't even get in the building. Now, 
I get it. Maximus Orion said that you can get me in, but it's like, well, what's the point? Yeah. I can't do anything. Yeah. What am I going to do? Help Bill Shelley with a right leg, right, a light rig? That's yeah, not and, my forte. And, and that's the goofy thing about fucking Rocket Pro 2. Fucking the owner's kid could get you into the ring but can't get your job back. There's value. He, that's the value they show. Out, and he couldn't come out and save me. Didn't come out and save you. No, he came out and saved Steve and his mommy fucking, you know, a few months back. Nuke showed up to save them. Marche Rocket. Fucking Shogun. All them motherfuckers showed up to be the heroes. Now, one fucking person showed up to the Amazing Turtle. The most popular guy in fucking Rocket Pro Wrestling. The biggest pop of the show was left in the middle of the ring by himself to get his ass handed to him by a group of fucking Jagoffs. And not one person, not the commentating team, who, which, by the way, is an LIM member, and Steve, who has a problem with fucking Damian Saint, just sat there. Along with Shelly, too, because Shelly, we, we know, is professionally trained as a fucking competitor. None of them came to fucking Nubby's aid. They all sat there, and they watched it fucking happen. And what did they do? They they did the only thing they thought they could do. is say, this is absurd. This is horrifying. Who will stop this? Where is security? Where is everybody? Why is nobody stopping this? I can't, you son of a bitch. You bastards. While you sat there and fucking watched it. If that was Shelly in the ring, Steve would have been in there to save the fucking day. If that was Steve in the ring, Shelly would have ran out there. C-Red would have ran out. Anybody would have helped anybody. But not one fucking person came out and helped the amazing turtle when he's getting beaten down by a group of fucking people, including the general manager who choked him out with a cane. And that's Rocket Pro Wrestling. But the main event of IPW. Yes. So we had Damian Gray versus C-Red. And uh, this match was very disappointing for me because Damian Gray cannot pick up a clean victory to save his life and had to resort to punching the referee with a spiked glove, causing the disqualification. While C-Red did win the match... He did not walk away with the league championship, and that's bullshit, and he was robbed. It, you do got to give a lot of credit to C-Red in that matchup because he proved that even though he's looking at the end of his career coming up, he was still able to uh, to hang with the new up-and-comers, the next generation. And I think uh, Damian Gray mentioned that in the match, that you're a bygone-era guy, that you're a guy from the old generation and all this other stuff. But Sierra has proved that's not the case, that he's still able to hang with him. In fact, he couldn't even get the illegal swing on the C-Red. He had to take it out on a referee, which is a shit thing to fucking Who was the referee for that match anyway? I was Ref Christian. Christian. Okay. Yeah, if it was Rion, I don't think he would have gotten the swing off on him or anything. No. no but it was kind of funny that Rion was laughing about that whole thing. Yeah. He was going around laughing. What's up with that, Rian? Why were you laughing about that? Why was that funny? Yeah. Where's the funny part in that, Rian? <laughs> yeah. And, you both, you and both by the way, 
it, you can answer that in any way you would like, whether it's shoot form or a work form. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, IPW. Sound, sound. Uh, do we know when the next uh, IPW show is? October 29th. That is the official uh, Richard Park uh, show. There is going to be another show, but it's a special Halloween show. Uh, it's called... Um, uh, something on Chicago Street. So, Massacre on Chicago Street? No, it's something else. and It's out in like the Aurora area. They do a special thing out there. I believe that's on the 21st. But I have other obligations that day. Oh, yeah. You know, I think uh, one of the guys was telling me about that match. But, yeah, I'll be at uh, I'll be at Steam Hollow that day. Yeah, that's a lie. Be away. I mean. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. All right, let's talk about uh, SCW. BRB. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, go. Just fucking go. I know, dude. Just fucking go. BRB. What a fucking nut. This is AOL. Yeah, I'm not talking about a lunatic. I'm talking about a scrotum. Alright, uh, WrestleTopia is this Saturday. WrestleTopia 4 at the Shaban Civic Center uh, in Shaban, Illinois. Uh, doors open at 6 o'clock. High voltage kicks off at 6 o'clock. There's a lot of matches to go through, um, so we'll talk a little bit about them because uh, we are getting kind of uh, about how the uh, hour 30 mark. Um, but we'll run through the match cards. Um, and then, guys, uh, if you guys don't remember, we do do a live stream uh, discussion of the match the following Sunday after WrestleTopia. So this coming Sunday, we're going to live stream uh, the results and everything of the show. So if you've never been a part of it, check out the Just Freaking Wrestling Facebook page. See the event. There's a link to uh, Podbean. That's where we do the live stream from. Make sure you sign up and follow us. That will be at 9 a.m. Central Time, and it runs for two hours. So um, we'll run through uh, High Voltage here real quick. And uh, where the hell is it? Here we go. Okay, so uh, Mask Marauder makes his debut to uh, Pow or from Pow to SCW. I think he, yeah, I don't think he's been to SCW yet. No. Um, he'll be taking on uh, uh, the Sheik. Perfect. Uh, Me Hooks uh, returns to High Voltage for the first time since losing the High Voltage Championship to Warren C. Freiburg, mm-hmm. and he'll be going on uh, the new. Formerly known as VIP Toretto. Donovan Toretto. Yeah, is that what it is? is it Donovan? Don- Donovan. Donovan Toretto. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Macab uh, returns uh, from Pow to High Voltage to take on Johnny Chaos. And the main event of High Voltage, of course, is The Amazing Turtle. That's which, me. by the way, that's, right, that's you. Which, by the way, I love the fact that Mike Brennan dropped from that fucking name at IPW. I made sure of it. I got slow, slowly getting there. Yeah, get that shit out of there. But the Amazing Turtle will have an opportunity at the High Voltage Championship, which unprecedented that it's happening two shows in a row because it doesn't happen. But you're going to be taking on Warren C. Freiburg, the third Esquire, for the High Voltage Championship. Now, 
here's the thing. If you guys, again, if you haven't been part of the, uh, the live streams before, you don't know what was going on. But a lot of shenanigans have happened over the course of Warren C. Freiburg being high voltage champion. Pretty much punitive damages involved every single time that title is being defended. If it's not them being involved, then shady shit from Freiburg anyways gives them an opportunity to retain that title. Uh, talking with Nubby, uh, you know, I, I, I felt that, uh, that it's warranted to have a rematch. Like, the opportunity, and this is, and for those people who don't know, this is going to be the, the third match you guys have together? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and I, I, I guess you could call it like, uh, like the, uh, the, the tiebreaker. Yeah, sure. Um, even though, you know, your victory was him walking out and giving up and his victory was cheating. But, uh, this is a rubber match that's going to determine a, uh, a new high voltage champion if you're able to pick up the win. And I'm praying to God you do, buddy, because you know what happens if you lose. Uh, what happens if I lose? If you I lose. I don't know. If you, if you, I will drop, <laughs> I will drop it. This is, this should be on your fucking mind. Don't tell me you don't know. But if you end up losing this match, then Travis C has to go into that fucking ring and, Fight off all three members of Peers of Damages to the best of my ability for five whole fucking minutes. And I'm not I sure how we... I, dude, I have total faith in you. It was wrong... Have, it, it, here's I the have thing. faith in you. Oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, here's the one thing... You got this, Travis. No pressure. I, should, I never should have put myself into this situation. I think I got, I think I let my emotions get the best of me, but here we are. It's happening. I've accepted it as what it is, but I'm confident enough to know that with punitive damages being banned from ringside, which means no chic, no fucking Schultz, that it's just straight up. I love how a train comes through and your whole thing is let me leave the volume on, but cut my camera. Fucking genius. I know that without Sheik and Schultz being on the outside of the ring to get involved, that you're going to be able to beat Freiburg and become the new high-voltage champion. I have confidence in you. I have confidence I'm not going to have to leave that commentary table to step in that ring and get my ass kicked by three fucking professional wrestlers for five straight minutes. If it happens, I'll fire you from this show. I agree. More, more pressure. I wouldn't fire you. I won't fight. I definitely won't be able to make the fucking shows for the next few weeks because I'll probably be like beat up and bruised up and destroyed, you know, physically and mentally. But the main event of High Voltage is the Amazing Turtle going one on one with Warren C. Freiburg, the third Esquire for the High Voltage Championship. Pierce of Damages barred from ringside. And uh, if nobody loses, I have to step in the ring for five minutes with. All appeared to damages, so no pressure, but uh, pressure nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So outside those four matches, we do have the main card of WrestleTopia Four. Uh, first match I have is JPH taking on Tavon Jordan. Uh, he is debuting uh, here at SCW in the show. I believe he's an OVW guy. I believe he is. I'm not 100% sure. 
Uh, Apex will be going one-on-one with another debuting star, Goth Knight. Angel will be going one-on-one against Natasha Crane in the one-of-two women's matches at uh, WrestleTopia. Titans of Destruction will try to get their SCW Tag Team Championships back against Dysfunction in a tag team title match. Max Holiday will look to become new Genesis Champion as he goes one-on-one against current champion Miles Mercer. Six-man tag match, we got Team Payne, which is uh, obviously uh, Hunter Payne, Marco Anthony, and Jimmy Blaze. We'll be taking on Team Spade, which is Scott Spade, Kazile, and Logan Steele. There we go. We've seen Logan Steele and Rustopia a few times, uh, so uh, I kind of got an idea. Uh, basically, uh, you know, if Big Show went through the dry cleaner a little too much. I just hope uh, Chris Hedford is not there with him. But then again, I can probably get my revenge on him and just punch him in the face. <laughs> Uh, Evil Genius Aaron Xavier is going one-on-one with the president of SCW, Tenacious Terry Allen. I'm still not quite sure if this is a championship match or not. I don't think it is. I think it's it just doesn't seem like it. I don't think it is. Yeah. Uh, not only that, we're going to have the uh, Nick Huffman Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, I believe the winner of that Battle Royal will be crowned uh, a Battle Royal Nick Huffman, Battle Royal Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nubby, are you in that Battle Royal? I don't know. I don't know if they finalized the list yet, but, you know, why not get a former Battle Royal Champion in the mix? I know who is in it, and who said he's going to win it, and that's Freiburg. Well, the last Battle Royal he was in, he did win it. So he could beat me. Beat your ass, and then go win a battle royal. I mean, I guess it. Uh, well, yeah, that would be a uh, that'd be quite the day for him. Um, let me see here. What am I missing? What am I missing? What am I missing? Oh, yeah, duh. the uh, call your shot ladder match. You mean the shot to the top? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag Steve. Call your shot ladder match. Uh, it was supposed to be a six-man ladder match, but unfortunately, Mike Nolan, or we guys know him as Acid, unfortunately is not able to participate in this match due to an injury uh, he sustained uh, earlier in the month. So instead, it's going to be the Boston the fucking dumbass, whoever he calls himself, Benny Vargas, uh, the sharpshooter, James Creed. I don't know if he has a name, but Eric Schultz. The lawyer. Scumbag attorney. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Uh, Sean Mulligan is making his return to SCW into this ladder match. And unfortunately, the Cobra cannot attend this show. But he was replaced in the match by none other than Acid Jazz. So either way, we're getting Acid in this match. We are getting Acid, yeah. We are getting just not, a Acid. Just not the Acid. Not the Acid, but a Acid. Um, yeah, and that's the match card. And guys, again, that's this Saturday, Shaban Civic Center. Get there early. Doors will open at 6 o'clock. High voltage starts at 6 o'clock. 
I do believe, uh, why are you waving at me? Because I don't have a Ryan Matthews, uh. We'll never have out. a fucking Ryan Matthews. Go well, we, you did forget a match. Did I? Yes. You said, there's two women's matches, you forgot one. The very important one. Jeez, that means I forgot to post it up on fucking Instagram. Oh, God. Oh, damn shot. Fuck. Thanks, Nubby. Uh, SCW Women's Championship match. Uh, RVP, current uh, SCW Women's Champion. We'll be going one-on-one again. I feel like Pac-Man's about to do something. There we go. Current RV, current, uh, god damn it, fucking Pac-Man. Current SCW Women's Champion Renee Van Peoples will be going one-on-one against Shauna Reed, who won the number one contendership match last month at Dimalo. Yep. So, thanks, Nubby. I knew there was one I was missing. I was like, I, I, was, I was counting. I was like, no, I guess this is it. But yes. Uh, RVP, Shauna, I apologize. I forgot. I didn't mean to. That's on me. You can thank Nubby for uh, keeping me focused there. So... Uh, but yes, that is the whole card for WrestleTopia. Doors do open at 6 p.m. Show starts at 6 p.m. Uh, so make sure you get there. Make sure you get seated. I believe front row is completely sold out, but general admission yep. still available. I believe it's $15, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So get there. Again, Shaban Civic Center, Southland Championship Wrestling presents WrestleTopia 4. Get there, get in your seats, and enjoy some great Quality professional wrestling. Were you going to say something, Pac-Man? Good. Fuck You're still muted, it. by the way. Yeah, keep it that way. Oh, okay, I will. God, why would you tell him? <laughs> why the Thanks, fuck you Nubby. You're doing great, Nubby. God damn it. So, yeah, so, again, make sure you make it out to Shabans and everything, and uh, enjoy some professional wrestling. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's been a rough month. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think any of us have anything to add, right? Pac-Man got anything? No? Okay, that's perfect. No. Do we want to do predictions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it, yeah, I forgot my predictions. <laughs> Oh, hell's buzz, yeah. Uh, let me, uh... I got the card. I would hope so. Let me find something to write it on. Oh, Jesus Christ. We got No Mercy, and I think we got Fastlane as well. That's Fastlane, next week. Fastlane. Oh, no, that's next week. Yeah. Okay. This is, God damn. See, this, this is why I shouldn't be fucking in a good mood. I keep forgetting things. That's the problem. I got you, Travis. Well, didn't the positive outlook make, uh... Make you remember things? Apparently. Didn't we establish that? Apparently not, since I forgot RVP and Shauna's match and the fact we're doing predictions. Well, well, you know what it was? You haven't been positive all show. Oh, that's true. I did kind of rant out on RPW there, didn't I? And on Pac-Man a little bit. Ooh, and on Pac-Man. Wait, you never do that. I'm shocked. Shut the fuck up. Are you shell-shocked? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Pac-Man, uh, read off the cards. Alright, we got Noam Dar versus Butch or Joe Coffey in a British Round Rules match for the NXT Heritage Cup. Okay, yeah, cause I think the finals is this, yeah, this, right. uh, tomorrow or whatever it is. Uh, sure, uh, nobody who you got? 
Noem Dabar, Dar, whatever the fuck his name is. Backman? I'm going to say Butch is going to win. All right, I'm going to uh, go Dar. Okay. We Next have one. a singles match, Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin. All right, I'm going to go Breaker, Pac-Man. Breaker. Nubby. Breaker. Breaker, Breaker, one nine. <laughs> All right, next one. All right, we got Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton Extreme Rules match for the NXT Women's Championship. <laughs> I'm uh, back, man. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton for, in an Extreme Rules match for the U- and oh, you're asking my results. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was muted again. I'm so used to being muted. God damn it, uh, Becky Lynch. <laughs> Nubby. I'm going with Tiffany. I think she's going to get her belt back. Yeah. I'm going to go with Lynch. All right, what's next? All right, we got Carmelo Hayes versus Ilya Dragunov for the NXT Championship. Right, I'm going to go Hayes. Nubby. Dragunov. Batman. I'm, I'm going to go Hayes. Okay. And that's it for that. Only four matches? That's the only ones that have been announced so far. Alright. Well, if there's any more added, we'll add them because, uh. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be a tight one. Alright, cool. Yeah, if there's any other ones announced, we'll check them out and we'll make the predictions. Yeah, Fastlane's next Saturday. So. That's right. Cool. Uh, what we got for next week? Uh. Pow? Yeah. Uh. Fastlane, and I believe that's it. I know we will do SCW on uh, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, and I got a uh, Phoenix Pro Wrestling uh, match card for October. Are we doing? Yeah, October seventh will be next week. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Well, I know we keep saying it, and we haven't done it, so maybe next week, depending on you know how we get through the uh, match cards for Pow, if Pow gets us a match card. You know, I'll say it, whatever. Uh, and Fierce for Wrestling, if not, uh, maybe we'll do our fantasy booking that we haven't done in a while. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. I sure didn't. Way to commit to the team. Uh, uh, is there anything else uh, in wrestling we gotta talk about? Nope. Nope. Alright, cool. Guys, uh, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching Just Freak Wrestling or the JW Podcast. And you can pick up our show wherever you listen to it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and yes, even YouTube. Just by searching Just Freak Wrestling or JFW Podcast. Make sure you do subscribe wherever you do listen. Rate and review us if it happens because it does help us out. Guys, that's all we got. I believe we can. Ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis. I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle, Kalabunga. And I am PX, Pac-Man, the Podcast, Papa, the Pushy of Damian Gray. Shut up, Santino! And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.